Mike's Daily Podcast. One thousand six hundred and one. I can't numbers. They confound me. It's weird. It would be one thousand six hundred and seventeen. Sixteen seventeen. I'm your host, Mike Matthews, here at Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. Today we hear from the brewmaster. Mike's Daily Podcast. The disgruntled fiddle player. Bonita, and I believe Shelly Schuhart will be stopping by because she is in the podcast picture. Mike's Daily Podcast. I think I probably had the best Tuesday night I've ever had in my life. I was sitting with my lady friend who is alright. And she and I were discussing stuff, and it was fascinating stuff, and some of it was rough. And some of it was tough, and some of it was buff. Mike's Daily Podcast. Yeah. I don't know exactly if those were the right adjectives for what our conversation was. It was a lovely conversation. Mike's And I think Daily one of the things podcast in a relationship yeah. is to have good conversation. Communication. It's so important. But this is a very new relationship. This very new friendship relationship thing. I don't know. What do you think? What do you like not communicate? Is that what you do? You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. I get texts on that number. And so, oh, look who just walked in. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? And I have my horse, Nilly. <laughs> And it's a disgruntled fiddle player, tell you what. What? Benita and I have had a great relationship over the years because we talk to each other. Wonderful. That's good. That's a. See, I know communication is, is important. In fact, we were discussing that last night when we were communicating with each other. Huh? Look who else walked in. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. Handsome. Oh, boy. And here's my friend, Joe. You are. Yeah, Mike Matthews, do you remember back like um, five years ago or something when the brewmaster and I were dating? Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, but we remained good friends over the years. Stuff. That's great. Good for you. And here's today's podcast picture. You're in the podcast picture today, Shelly. Uh, okay. Yes. I would like to talk about that White House uh, luncheon dinner thingy with the comedian. I did a little research on it. And it appears Bob Hope, who hosted everything at one time, he hosted the Academy Awards. He, he hosted the opening of Disney World. He was like a... Hello, friends. Bob Hope. And this is the opening of Disney World in Florida. You know, my wife said... That when I show up here, joke, joke, comedy, laugh, punchline. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. I hope you enjoyed it. my rendition of crappy television from the 70s. When the f- every, there was a variety shows everywhere in the 70s. Well, it started in the 50s. and so, But in the 70s, I'm growing up and I'm, my parents are watching the Sonny and Cher show. Yep. And they had on their daughter. What's her name? Is it 
It's not chastity. <laughs> that would be very... Is it charity? It's something with CH. I forget. She, start, she was in a band called Ceremony. The daughter. The daughter's my age. The daughter is, I think... Is she trans? Is she lesbian? I don't know. She's definitely not heterosexual. Let's put it that way. So that... But I remember seeing her on television, this little girl... And I was a little boy, and I'm like, oh, wow, look, it's a kid on television. Now there's kids all over TV. TV back, you know, even 20 years ago, Disney Channel, I think that was when it was born. Kids all over the TV, and that's how kids love watching kids. It's like dogs like watching dogs on television. That's their thing. But my point being, oh, and here's Basil. He had to pop by the White House dinner and the comedian Michelle Wolf is her name. Okay, and I don't I don't know I still don't know who she is, but she is from Comedy Central. And the guy they had last year, he was from Comedy Central. And then they had that other guy. So basically whoever is on whoever's doing the hosting now is from Comedy Central and from the Daily Show, which I stopped watching the Daily Show after John Stewart I've seen a little bit of Trevor Noah's stuff. He's funny. But I don't care anymore. It's weird. It's like the... And, and people are, are getting a little fed up with the White House dinner. It's going to transform. I think they've been trying to do that with the young comedian. It's definitely going to be something that ain't going to be liked by any Republican. They're just going to completely avoid it from henceforth. But yeah, I don't... There were time. I mean, think of all the comedians they've had host that thing. You even had Joe Hale from uh, Community and The Soup and Talk Soup used to be so good. Oh, what was his name? Joe, was it Joe Henson? There was Craig Kilborn. There was, not, I mean, hosting Talk Soup, but uh, hosting the dinner was Stephen Colbert. There was, a, well, David Letterman like did a Colin thing. Or some kind of remote deal. There was... Well, Jay Leno did it many, many times. And I guess... Uh, oh, Elaine Boozler. <laughs> Do you know who the first woman was? I found this interesting. Uh, Paula Poundstone. Who knew? She was the first woman to host... To be the comedian at the thing. So, anyway. That's done for another year. Anyway, cafe anyway. Anyway. We won't talk about it till then. Tough mutter. Have you ever done a tough mutter? I would never, ever, ever do a tough mutter. If you make your own obstacle course, but it just seems ridiculous. You've got hundreds of people barreling through the mud. The bacteria that you are. <laughs> yeah, the bacteria in that is all over your body. People are drenched in mud. They are, uh, uh, they just basically throw out your shoes. You throw out your clothes when you're done. I don't get it. It it was big five years ago. I went to one. I remember the huge pile of shoes. Of shoes that, you know, they're just going to be thrown out. Not donated to anyone or anything because they're covered in mud. It just seemed like a waste of space, of earth, of land, of resources. I don't like it. But it became this big thing. Everybody was, oh, I got to challenge myself. I'm, I'm 
physically fit. And I got to show the world by doing this Tough Mudder. We got all our friends and we're egging each other on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Not a fan. And finally, um, take, oh, my, uh, lovely female friend whom I've kissed. It took a little while and I've, I've, I've always been slow to the smooch, but we took, we took, I think we, and we discussed this last night. We took an appropriate amount of time. I have had friends and I've discussed, you know, sometimes in the past, I've got this one friend, Robert. Robert's a great guy. His wife, Christy, listens to the show. Hello, Christy. Shout out. In fact, she texted me. If I can get into my phone, I never remember the ding password. Oh, here it is. Smooches. That's the password. Smooches. Okay. And it says, OMG Mike, I just listened to yesterday's podcast. Congrats on finding someone. But I need details. Four exclamation points. There you go. And then my friend Sylvia, I told Sylvia she needs to meet this lovely lady whom I'm seeing because she's Latina. And Sylvia said, oh, if she's Latina, I already know her. We all know each other. Smiley face. Sounds like a plan. Thumbs up sign. Speaking of thumbs up, F8 is going on. The Facebook thing where Mark Zuckerberg got up and said this. Drop the the, just Facebook. You know, we have a basic responsibility to protect people's data. And if we can't do that, then we don't deserve to have the opportunity to serve people. And Apple apparently did huge, huge Apple. Mmm, delicious Apple. And I, I tell you that only because I work at a business station and I hear this news as I'm producing the show. But yeah, apparently they did really well. And they're huge. Huge. So I don't own any Apple stock. Wham. But that's so Robert once gave me this advice. He said, look, women want want uh, men that are handy. Wait, what was it that he said? And what was the other thing women want? I don't know. So I realized I needed to get handy and uh, I've learned to replace the washer inside of an old shower, stand-up shower. So I'm handy there. Uh, I did destroy a tree last week. You remember that story? I told you about that. Took me three hours, but I did it. Um, and you know, when I when things gotta get done, I get it done. I'm the Granger guy. Hey, kid, when things gotta get done, I get it done. I go to Granger. Granger's the place to go for the ones who get it done. You can tell I've dubbed that commercial. Dubbed? That's a f- Oh, ding, 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 ding. I'm giving you the radio word of the day. Here we go. The radio word of the day is dub. Now, you've heard it in music like, Oh, hey, I'm dropping the new dub mix of Fergie's My Humps. (laughs) That is such a dated reference, but that's the only thing that popped in my head. My humps. My humps, my humps, my humps. Isn't that how it goes? I have no clue. But a dub, it, when you dub something in, see, we get commercials. We used to get them on reel-to-reel, little tape, on in a, in a little plastic wheel thingy. And, and it would come in a box. It would take up space. You'd need rooms and rooms and rooms to put all these tapes in. You'd take the tape, put it on a reel-to-reel machine, 
you'd record it onto another system that the radio station could play. Like uh, we had these things called carts. They were like, you remember your eight track tapes? They go one direction, they never rewind. They keep going in this one direction and that's what carts did. But then we entered the digital area in the 90s and then now we are here. We get dubs from email. We get we get the dub can mean a bunch of things. We kind of throw dub around like it's nothing. Like it's we make it into ground beef and burgers and taco meat and we'll add it to lasagna. We do all kinds of things with dub. Dubbing you is hey, did you get the dub? That could mean the commercial. A commercial can also be called a spot. We call commercial spots. So did you dub the spot? Did you dub the spot means did you put that spot into the computer that then plays all those spots? And then we get into all this technical era area of the of like some radio stations, talk stations, a lot of talk stations do this now because they can't exist otherwise. And that is the shows that you hear on those, on those stations are paid for. Oh my God, I got no sleep last night. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> cafe. Anyway. anyway. Going out of my mind these days. Gotta walk around in a haze. I'm losing my mind, I swear. But that's... Uh, but I don't care What a beautiful mess What a beautiful mess I'm in Nothing else I'd rather do Something must, must be wrong, wrong with, with you. you The point is That so we dub thing Okay some people do a show Where they pay for it And when they pay for it Some people get a little You know how customer service works And the customer is always right And that kind of crap So some people pay for a show and they make all kinds of these crazy demands. And we, the producers of the shows, that's what I do in my line of work, is we, 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 we got to go, okay, what? all right. Yeah, and at some point we don't really know when they've crossed the line and we have to talk to our boss and go, uh, is, are they really afforded all the things they're asking? Like this one guy does a show on the financial station and he offers this particular service. Well, sometimes a commercial, they we still run commercials during his show. And sometimes these commercials also do the same service he does. And he gets really upset about that. And then we get blamed for it. Like, why didn't you take the commercial out? Well, so now we get into a murky area era where area uh, that I don't get. I don't understand. And I don't think we should be put into that into the middle of all this. And I've never understood that about this line of work that I've this particular company that I work for. I've never encountered this at any radio station I've worked for in my almost 30 years in radio. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It has been 30 years. It's been over 30 years in radio. Oh my God. I just realized. <laughs> I just realized that right now. What the? F That's crazy. Over 30 years in radio. I think we should have a celebration. All right, that's it. And I never saw it elsewhere, so. The point is, I'm confounded. The point is that you 
need to uh, look at the news today and see what's going on. Oh, that whole Toronto thing. I find it very interesting that the constable, because he's Canadian, the uh, policeman that showed up, de-escalated the situation by turning off. He first came out with his gun and said, um, get down, get down, get down, get down. And the guy the who had just killed all those people with his van, he's he doesn't have a gun, but he's saying he has a gun. The policeman didn't just just didn't go okay and shoot him. He went over, turned off his siren, and did what he could to de-escalate. And and I uh, I know okay I'm gonna say something here. I think it's kind of stupid to just go. Well, we would never do that in America. We would just shoot him. No, there are smart cops in America. There are smart. I I know there's bad cops. I have talked about the stupid cops that gave me a stupid ticket because Basil and I were walking in an area that I know dogs can be off leash, but I had Basil off leash and they gave me a ticket because of it. And then I contested it, went down to city hall and they showed up and it was killing a fly with a sledgehammer. It was ridiculous. It was total overkill. The stupid police, like they had nothing better to do. But then I have been pulled over by a policeman he, they told me, hey, he said, you went through a red, uh, you weren't supposed to make a red, uh, right turn on a red is what he said. And that rhymed. And I said, what? I didn't see that sign. He goes, oh yeah, there's a bunch of signs. And he goes, oh, don't, don't worry about it. It's okay. Just take this as a warning. And I've gotten cool stuff like that. And I've heard, known people that have gotten hurt by the police for no reason at all. And it's been bad, but... There's been good and there's been smart cops and I have been to a cop retirement retirement dinner uh, that was a wonderful experience where the policeman got up and told stories about his days as an officer and how the, the, the some of the and everybody was clapping and laughing and other police officers got up and told stories about him and it was a little delicious dinner and there was even donuts on every table. I kid you not. That was about 10 years ago I went to that. So, my point is, there are cops smart enough to know to de-escalate. But I think it should be something we we hail this Toronto police constable person for. What is this story about a floating Chernobyl? Russia says its sea-based nuclear power plant is safe. Critics call it a floating Chernobyl. Huh. Uh, remote regions of the world will soon see giant floating nuclear reactors. Uh, smart one, Russia. Smart idea, Russia. Nah, it's not. And multiple sinkholes open in a Florida neighborhood. That, and that's the thing about Florida. Is so much of it that the ground is just saturated with water. They get so much rain. I talked to my mom yesterday. She was telling me about all the rain. And she was telling me about how Daytona Beach just had their big Jeep Jeep convention. All these people show up in Jeeps driving up and down the, 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 the beach because they can drive on the beach there. And did we go outside a cafe anyway? I can't remember. Let's do that. And yeah, so the, the beaches are... Got the Jeeps. And she said... And my mom's German. And she said she saw one drive by with a German flag. And, you know, that's great. And that's the end of the show.
I just wanted to get into all of that and I feel like I missed some things. But I think, I think we covered a lot of ground. Like mud, you tough mudder. Next show, we will have the wonderful Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Enjoy your wonderful, glorious day. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.